Today, on Up to Bat with Ben and Matt, we discuss how to have a good, fun sibling rivalry. We'll be telling our favorite stories about pranking the other before revealing our advice for avoiding lasting anger or animosity. After that, we'll discuss our thoughts on the college football playoff revealed yesterday. All this and more on Up to Bat with Ben and Matt in 3, 2, 1. Hello and welcome to Up to Bat with Ben and Matt. Of course, I am uh, the Matt half of the Ben and Matt uh, <laughs> title. Uh, love with me as always is the lovely and talented uh, Ben Wheeler. How's it going, Ben? You're making me blush right now. Well, I do what I can. Um, this is our first official um, attempt at doing the podcast. Um, via FaceTime, um, our setup is kind of bare bones um, as far as as far as equipment and as far as um, just the way, <laughs> way we've had to rig everything up. Uh, so I'm having to use my iPad as a as a soundboard and then use my phone for FaceTime. Um, but not the exact opposite. Uh, oh yeah, you're doing the opposite. Okay. So, anyways, um, so last time the uh, the last thing we talked about was just kind of a uh, episode one to uh, talk about ourselves a little bit for people that that don't know us. Although the vast majority of people who would listen to a first episode are people that know us, but uh, we talked about ourselves a little bit, our personalities. We talked about things we're we're thankful for because it was around Thanksgiving, um, and. Um, before we get into our topic tonight, or today, or this morning, whenever you're listening to this, I feel like that's something I'm going to forget every single time, and I'm going to have to say that every single time. But before we get into our topic for this episode, episode two, I have to point out 10 days until Star Wars Episode Eight: The Last Jedi. It's really crazy. Something we've been waiting for. Yeah. Um, first of all, how, how did you feel about The Force Awakens? I don't. I don't know if you and I ever actually had a full-on debriefing slash. Um, how do you feel about it? I kind of thing. I really liked it. Um, it looked fabulous. Just absolutely wonderful. I do agree with the uh, criticisms that bears a, a, a strong resemblance to A New Hope and Return of the Jedi. Hopefully, this new one will be able yeah. to go where no space person has gone before. No, that's Star Trek. I agree. When I when I saw it, I was like, "This is this is a new hope all over again." But that's probably what contributed to its success, to be honest. But, anyways, Justice League came out. We saw it, uh, and now we are just waiting for the not the Force Awakens, uh, the Last Jedi, <laughs> the Last Jedi to come out. Hopefully, I'll be able to see that in a timely manner. Hopefully, you'll be able to see that in a timely manner. And maybe we'll we'll give a review for a episode of this. I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. Uh, but our topic tonight, if you haven't guessed from the title in the screen, first of all, you can find this podcast on SoundCloud and iTunes, correct? Correct, correct. okay. iTunes and SoundCloud, so if you're listening to it on one, just know that it's available on the other should you need to go there for some reason. I don't know. If you haven't guessed by the title, our topic of the night is uh, picking a fight with your sibling. Um, now, I know that out of... All the siblings there are on the face of the earth, none of you pick fights with each other. There's no real such thing as sibling rivalry. But, 
Um, because uh, I'm being facetious, it is, in fact, our topic for the night. Well, you don't pick fights with your sibling. Your sibling picks fights with you. That's right, yeah, absolutely. Um, so, <laughs> so um, I kind of want to uh, go over a few stories that we that we have. Um, ben has a few stories. Are they, are they about you and me or just some yeah. that you know mm-hmm. of? Most, mostly us, yeah. Okay. Um, I kind of want to uh, talk about tactics in which you can take to start fights with your sibling because, I mean, let's be real, that's probably one of the most fun things to do is pick a fight with your sibling, right? As much as mom and dad may get irritated by it, as much as you may get irritated by your sibling picking a fight with you, it's always fun to be the uh, the initiator. And it's, it's a lot of fun to talk about in your later years when you've both kind of grown up a little bit. Yeah, and when you start a podcast. So, exactly. Um, yeah. So uh, you go ahead, go ahead, Ben. Um, with your what you've got on your sheet of paper there. Well, uh, <clears throat> I have to lead with a heavy hitter. My favorite thing I ever did to you was early on in my time wearing contacts, I did put some contact solution in a cup, uh, like a little Dixie cup. Matt did not see me do this, and uh, he was like brushing his teeth, and I gave it to him. And told him it was a cup of water so he could like rinse his mouth out or something. And I did not tell him it was the uh, contact solution until he'd already put the stuff in his mouth. But fortunately, I did tell him before he swallowed. And there was a nice little spit take all over well, first the first of all, first of all, first of all, first of all. What you just said was, I did tell him before he swallowed. He did not need to swallow. Because in his mouth was basically... <laughs> Seawater. It tasted like salt water. So, I was not listening to you say, "Oh, that's not con- that's not that's not water. That's contact solution." I kind of figured it out at that point, Ben. There was a nice little spit take all over the mirror. It was. I- I'll be real with you. The spit take was pretty glorious. Pretty glorious, um, because you know, there the spit takes are funny in movies and and cartoons or whatever. But when they actually happen in real life. I don't know. It's just, um, just something that's a so satisfying. Even if you're the one doing the spit take, I don't know. But um, anyways, yeah, that tastes like salt water. Um, I don't really re- recall a a fight breaking out after that. We may have, or I may have tried to strangle you. I was probably on the floor howling. A- after the spit take, everything else was kind of a blur. My favorite story is. Um, when we were young, Ben and I both did Cub Scouts, you know, leading up into Boy Scouts. And uh, on this particular occasion, uh, Ben and I believe it was my our dad mm-hmm. went camping. Actually, it was, so, actually, it was my sixth grade trip. My my sixth oh, grade class this... went to the Smokies. Yeah. Oh, okay. Gotcha. 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 Uh, then disregard the whole talk about Cub Scouts. But that um, is true. We anyways, were in Cub Scouts. That's true. Just a little bit, a little bit more information about our background. Um, more useless information for you there. Do with it as you will. But um, so, anyways, Ben was getting packed, and he had a one of those little uh, um, travel soap dishes. You know, you put your soap in it, close it up, and then you can travel with your soap, bar of soap. And uh, so, while Ben was in the middle of packing, 
I took it upon myself, I don't even know how old I was, I took it upon myself to grab this uh, soap dish, open it up, take out the bar of soap, and replace it with a small gray or black rubber rat. Close it up and put it back where it was. Ben did not find out that I did this till he was already camping. And getting ready to... Camping, right? getting, well, it was like a cabin. And I did not find it until I was about to take a shower. <laughs> and you were like 300 miles away. I couldn't throttle you at that point. <laughs> well, see, and there is... Um, <coughs> there is advice number one. The best uh, way to pick a fight with your sibling is um, pull a prank on them when they're going to be gone and they won't be able to do anything to you. That way, their um, irritate or uh, irritants, ir- annoyance, whatever the word is, uh, and their wrath has plenty of time to to marinate and to, to grow and to heat up by the time they get back with you. So, uh, step number one, pick a prank that, uh, that'll leave them uh, ready to to get back to you and get back to see you. So, what's next? Have your defenses ready. Because you know if, if they're coming after you, what are you going to do next? Hmm. Yeah. Well, it's, and especially if they are, you know, miles away, hours away, whatever. Um, you've got plenty of time to not only um, defend yourself, but also plan a follow-up to your preemptive uh, preemptive strike. Couldn't (laughs) couldn't say strike. A follow-up to your initial uh, contact, let's say. And speaking of which, that rat did make numerous appearances over the years since then. Hmm. I think you still got it, right? No, the one that... Well, I don't know. It's probably around the house somewhere. But the one that my dad had been using is just this big big old plastic rat. Mm -hmm. But it... uh, it found its way into my dog's care, or rather the lack thereof, and it's out in the yard in pieces. So, rip, rat. R.I.P. rat. <laughs> I was, I was uh, pretty next... mad about that, too. That that whole... Yeah. Mm. Now, did that come before or after the contact solution thing? Uh, I think that was before, because yeah. that was the year I started wearing contact. Okay. Yeah. First couple pieces of advice, plan something when they're about to leave so that they can't immediately um, bring retribution upon you. Second thing uh, was what? Be prepared for the retribution. Be prepared, Be prepared for the retribution. So uh, plan your defenses, maybe even plan a, um, a follow-up strike, so to speak. Uh, third piece of advice is, of course, know thy enemy, right? Uh, know what makes your sibling, your brother, your sister, know what makes them tick. Know what makes them uh, happy. Know what makes them uh, irritated and exploit these things. Um, for example, Ben's a pretty, uh, ben, Ben's a pretty clean guy. Uh, likes his hygiene. So if you get rid of the soap and replace it with a plastic rat, that'll, uh, that'll displease him greatly. It wasn't so much that I didn't have any... Uh, I wasn't scared by it. It was that I didn't have the soap anymore. Right. Well, yeah. I mean, it, it doesn't necessarily have to be uh, to scare mm-hmm. so much as annoy, right? Mm-hmm. Oh man. Um, all right. So know thy know thy enemy. 
right? And, and see, this, these things can go for uh, not just siblings, uh, but for um, any other family member, friends, um, significant others. Um, the problem comes, and I kind of want to shift gears here. The problem, the problem comes when it's not um, fighting, how do you say, I, I almost want to say in a healthy way. <laughs> uh, is that, I don't know if, if you know what I'm talking about. Well, it's like, don't go overboard. Yeah, well, yeah. Um, fighting just to mess with you, uh, with the other person to poke to pride. The, the problem comes when you're constantly fighting because for some reason there's a genuine, uh, a genuine dislike. You've gone overboard, maybe. I don't know. I think I can safely say that you and I have never really done that to each other. We, you and I just prank each other. But there are siblings... <laughs> out there that all they do is fight you know all they do is argue all they do is disagree um and um it's more than just prank it's more than just joking with each other um and i kind of want to look at that for a minute um and we know that in in the bible there are examples of that multiple times right off the bat you've got cain and abel I mean, that's that's taking it to the extreme when when Cain killed killed his younger brother. Oh, spoilers! Sorry, guys. So, sorry, folks. If you didn't know by now, Cain kills Abel. Sorry, sorry. You've had two thousand, four thousand years uh, to read up on it. But yeah, so the yeah the story goes: the brothers come to present a sacrifice to God. Uh, it's not necessarily written at that point in time, up to that point that God had specific instructions for them how, how they were supposed to do it, but apparently there was because God was pleased with, pleased with Abel, but not Cain's. And Cain was uh, jealous of his brother. So rather than, than um, working it out with Abel, he, he let it simmer. He let it grow. He let it marinate. And, and I'm not talking about the what I was talking about earlier. You know, what I was talking about earlier was simply just to, when it comes to pranks and, and jokes and, uh, you know, things that aren't really that big of a deal, you know. And because Cain didn't deal with this real true anger, this real true jealousy, it culminated into something something ugly, something disgusting. That, again, spoilers, he killed his brother. Next, how about a truly epic prank? Let's talk about Jacob and Esau. Okay. <laughs> well, I mean, from the beginning, uh, the Bible's talking about them uh, struggling in the womb, in uh, in Rachel's no, Rebecca's womb. Forgot who was who for a <laughs> second. Uh, Jacob's name means uh, grabbed by the heel, right? Uh, and then later on, uh, you've got. Jacob tricking Esau into giving up his birthright and then to uh, trick his dad into giving him the blessing, essentially to give him what was rightfully Esau's. And uh, as an older brother, I can definitely see how Esau could be a little bit enraged by that. From from our standards, it's not exactly tricking your brother to, to try and swallow contact solution. It's a little bit more extreme than that. Absolutely. Um so I mean, it, anger amongst siblings and tr- uh, true anger, true anger, not because of just some, uh, just because of a joke or anything like that, or even um, overreacting to jokes. True anger, 
true jealousy, um, true deception. It's not a new thing. You know, we I'm sure we, we all know those siblings that are like this with one another, constantly arguing, constantly angry with one another. And this isn't a new thing. It's not a new thing. It's found, you know, throughout history. Um, it, it, you can read it in secular sources. You can read it in, uh, in the Bible. It's nothing new. What are some things that we can do to, uh, to end this, to, or to, to avoid it, to um, nip it at the bud um, when it comes to true anger amongst siblings or other family members or what have you? And there are a few things that I've found while preparing for what we were talking about tonight um, that people suggest and have, have used themselves that um, is really helpful. And, it's, it's, and the thing about all these things is they're all common sense, you know? They're all common sense. Um, and that's one thing that anger, true anger, does to you is it clouds common sense. So when you're angry, you've got to fight through that cloud. Uh, so the first thing that, that we've got to understand right now, though, is that anger, anger itself is not necessarily a bad thing. It's what we do with that anger, right? Um, so if we choose to, to strike back in a harsh way. I'm not talking about practical jokes. We're just messing with one another. True striking back. Anger itself is not a bad thing. It's when we do that that it becomes a problem. Exactly. Yep. Another thing that's, you know, uh, that's listed is to talk about where you're at emotionally before you get angry. And, you know, one thing I, I mentioned earlier when it comes to picking a fight with your sibling or whatever is to, to know thy enemy, right? Uh, know what makes them tick. Know what uh, gets under their skin. And sometimes our siblings do something that uh, make us go from zero to 60 in a matter of just that one thing happening. So from the person who's making the person angry, from that point of view, you know, be, be careful. You know, even if you, if you don't mean anything, be careful when you are doing things like that because it, it may go too far in their minds. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. You know? And then on the other end, if it, if it is something like that, or if it is a, a, uh, something that immediately gets you angry, um, or even if it's just something that is starting to culminate, talk about it. Get it out. Make sure you're, you know, that you are communicating, hey, listen, I need you to stop before it gets too far. Well, I think it's also like how um, mom and dad used to tell me, I don't know if they told you this too, understand that in my case, you were trying to make me mad. And if I don't let myself get mad, then there's no fun in it for you and you'll stop eventually. So yeah. just realizing that might help sometimes. Yeah. And that may be another way, by the way, to pick a fight with your sibling is to pretend like you're not mad because that'll make them mad in return. So yeah, it's it's kind of a uh, they did it to themselves kind of thing. Um, number three, um, don't stockpile. Don't stockpile. Um, when you're angry, sometimes you'll bring up issues in the past uh, to try and hammer home the the point that you're trying to make or or make your position look better. Things that you know uh, the the other person may not have even known that they did. But you didn't talk about it with them, so you're you're holding on to it, ready to use it again later down the road. Uh, 
don't stockpile uh, issues. Talk it out. And then say, I'm not going to hold on to this anymore. Because the more you hold on to, you know, the harder it is for you to move on yourself. Well, I was also going to say, it might help sometimes to let some time pass. Sometimes you need distance. Sometimes you need to uh, have a period where you can grow and mature. Uh, if I can return back to Jacob, Jacob and Esau, they're, there's, uh, they're apart for a number of years, long enough for Jacob uh, to, to have a family, have wives and, and children. And so when he and Esau meet again, what happens? Esau embraces him. He is happy to see him, even though Jacob uh, was afraid that Esau was still going to be angry. So sometimes it, it does take some some time apart uh, to maybe grow and mature. Yeah, that's a good point. You just really got to know know yourself, you know, and know just where you're at with the way you're feeling and, and the kind of anger that you're dealing with. Is this something that I've got to deal with right now, or do I need a cooling off period before I deal with this? That's a good point. Um, and to return to... Uh, uh, to scripture when it comes to dealing with with anger and to go uh, on the opposite point of that um, if it's something that you've just uh, that cannot cannot wait if you if you've got to deal if it's a, the kind of anger that you need to deal with Paul writes the book of Ephesians in the New Testament of the Bible and he gives some advice about that um, you know I'm in I'm engaged. And my fiance and I have had a couple of uh, marriage counseling sessions, and um, Steve, the the fellow that's you know been doing our our sessions, you know have we we've talked about. So what are you gonna do when you're angry? What does the Bible say about when you're angry? And uh, so I want to look at Ephesians uh, Ephesians chapter five, or excuse me, chapter four, starting in or just v- verse twenty six. It says. Be angry and do not sin. So that kind of goes back to my point earlier about anger itself isn't wrong. Emotions themselves aren't wrong. It's what you do with the emotions. It's what um, you allow the emotions uh, to guide you to do. Uh, Be angry and do not sin. Do not let the sun go down on your wrath. Uh, So more often than not, your anger is something that has to be dealt with almost immediately. Um, There are things that you know, you, you need to cool off. But as a general rule, don't let the sun go down your wrath. Um, Steve was, was saying, you know, when you're angry with, with your spouse, don't go to bed angry. Work it out and then go to bed. Um, and that's just, again, a lot of those the things that I've mentioned, just common sense. But anger clouds the mind and clouds common sense uh, from you. So you've got to make it a habit so that even when you are angry, you're going to deal with it. Yeah, I totally agree, um, especially with that um, not letting the sun go down your anger. I feel like um, that has been a great guiding principle for me. Um, I put a, a lot of emphasis on self-control, you know, and not being angry. And so I try to, if I get irritated at somebody, just to have that out of of me by the time by the time I go to sleep. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, when it comes to picking a fight with your sibling, make sure that um, make sure that 
you're doing it, but you make sure they understand that you're just doing it to be lighthearted. And you need to understand where the limit, where's the button that you need to avoid. Put a big old X on it and avoid it, you know. Um, know thy enemy has two parts. Number one, you know, know what irritates them, know how to get under their skin and all that. But number two, know where not to go, you know. And then if if you have gone too far, you've got to be the better person and, you know, you've got to own that. Take the steps and apologize. And, and sometimes the fault is on the person that is angry for not telling that person that they went too far. And that's where a lot of gossip comes from, you know. Uh, can you believe so-and-so did that to me? Well, have you talked to them about it? No. Well, why not? Because it's awkward, you know. Um, be the better person. Tell them, hey, listen, what you did, I don't appreciate it. It really hurt me. It really made, made me angry. And then if that happens and someone approaches you because you, you hurt them, step up. <laughs> you know, apologize. Uh, deal with it. Don't let the sun go down on their anger towards you. Don't let you, the sun go down on your anger towards someone else. And speaking of anger, we're going to segue into our next subject. Um, there are... I'm sure there are a lot of angry Ohio State fans tonight. Fantastic. Uh, yesterday. Segue. Thank you. Great. I made it myself. I love it. Yeah, hey, I do what I can. Um, so, of course, the, um, the CFP um, college football um, uh, playoffs. Top four, top four picks uh, were released, and um, there's a lot of controversy when it came to uh, their number four pick. So, of course, Number one was Clemson. 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 Um, how do you feel about that pick? Makes sense. Yeah, right? they they demolished Miami in the uh, ACC championship game. Oh man, the uh, I think I saw a thing where some of the Clemson players uh, took some scissors or something like that and cut over the Miami or cut half the Miami turnover chain. Um, you got you got to love the sass, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, number two was Oklahoma. Oklahoma. Also, no controversy there. They did the same thing to TCU, Texas Christian, that uh, Clemson did to Miami. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And number three, of course, our Georgia Bulldogs. Go dogs! Um, Again, no controversy there. No controversy there. Um, and just speaking as a Georgia fan, and I'm sure you will agree with the sentiment, that was a beautiful championship, SEC championship game. Was it was very close there for the first half or so. Was not very comfortable with uh, the the first couple of drives. I was afraid it was going to be the like the last game against Auburn, but yeah, um, it was uh, it was kind of stressful to me, uh, but not necessarily in the sense of the, that it was a stressful game. So I couldn't be paying attention to what was going on in the game. I couldn't just be pulling my phone out and looking at the ESPN app the whole time or anything like that. Um, so I would say, I mean, I focused on the on the wedding. It was a beautiful wedding. I'm so happy I, I was there. I'm so happy I attended it. Um, but then I got back into my car, uh, turned on the radio, and I can't I can't remember what happened. Um, so, something in favor of Auburn. I was like, uh, no, I'll just wait till <laughs> I'll just wait till later. And um, and uh, so I got back to my destination uh, in time to witness the last, I guess, ten minutes of the game. 
So, um, beautiful game. And then the controversial number four slot. Yes. Now, before they released it, where were you at with the whole thing? How, how did you feel about who should it be between Ohio State and Alabama? Well, first of all, uh, I had originally thought that it was going to be Georgia and Bama in the SEC championship game. Obviously, okay. that didn't happen. Uh, but I'd also thought there was a chance that we were going to have a rematch in the national championship as well. And uh, so I'm, I'm happy that there's still that possibility if we both went out. But, and even though they did not play, even though they did not play for the uh, conference championship, I do think that they have um, an advantage over uh, Ohio State, which was the number five team. Uh, and that is they did not lose to Iowa by, what was it, 30 points. Yeah, oh, that was... That particular game, when it went down, it really made me happy inside. We're, we are not fans of Ohio State, by the way, in any way. Disclaimer to anybody that's Ohio... We just lost all our listeners that are Ohio State fans, but that's okay. We didn't need you anyways. Um, just kidding. Y'all are wonderful people, I'm sure. Um, so... Um, the question boiled down to who deserved it more, Alabama or Ohio State? Um, or and or Wisconsin. I mean, even though they Wisconsin lost, even, they, yeah. they, that was their only loss of the season. Yeah, absolutely. Because uh, Ohio State lost to Iowa, and they also lost to... Um, who was it? I can't... I, off the top of my head, I can't remember. I have to look it up. Um, but there's also a, a case can be made for Central Florida. Which is they're they're ranked twelfth, but they're undefeated. So I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Um, for for me, it all boiled down to the quality of the team and the quality of their loss. Because mm-hmm. um, Alabama only lost one game, and it wasn't exactly like they lost to an unranked team. They lost to a really good Auburn Tigers uh, team who had just beaten us the week before that. Yeah, who just beaten? Yeah, who just savagely thrashed the number one Georgia Bulldogs? Number one at the time, Georgia Bulldogs. Um, so, um, just the the whole time leading up to in between the uh, championship games and the announcement of the top four, just in my mind, it only made sense that Alabama take that fourth seed spot. So it will be. Um, Clemson and Alabama, a grudge match this year in the Sugar Bowl in New Orleans. Rematch of the uh, national game last year. Exactly. Um, which I'm excited to see. Um, I'm excited to see Alabama come at them with uh, with a fury, much like, I'm sure, uh, Georgia and Auburn uh, this year. And then, obviously, Oklahoma and Georgia in the Rose Bowl in... California. California, yeah. So, um, who are your honest picks for either bowls? I think it's going to be close. All, yeah, all I can tell you my these... preferences, obviously. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, uh, all four of these teams uh, are playing a very high level. Less so Bama, uh, since they've been beaten and haven't played the last sure. couple of weeks. Uh, but I think it's this may be the best Final Four uh, we've had uh, in the in a while in the playoff system. So yeah, so now uh, there's going to be pressure uh, 
on the SEC. This is the mm-hmm. first time since we've got this new playoff format that you've got two teams from the same conference playing. Right. And you've got two conferences, uh, the Big Ten and the Pac-12, that are left out. So if... Uh, Say. Well, and also the first time in a while that a Big Team or a Big Ten or a Pac-12 team has not been in. Yeah, neither one of those conferences are are uh, represented. So if one of the SEC teams get blown out, or if both of them lose, then Ohio State has, you know, a legitimate claim to stand up and say, "What about me? I could have done a better job than that." You know, so. There's pressure on on the SEC teams. So, should the playoff be expanded? Um, well, what are the what are your arguments for either? Well, first of all, we know that a playoff system in football can work. I mean, obviously, you've got it in the NFL, and that's how the the FCS, the Football Championship subdivision, does it. Uh, and it works for both of those systems. So, uh, the argument against is that they're going to be playing more games uh, which you know the more games you have in football the more wear and tear you're going to have on the players yeah absolutely um, so who are your who are your picks for uh, you never said uh, for uh, <laughs> you you very smoothly avoided that that question um, so we'll, we'll start with uh, Clemson and Alabama and the Sugar Bowl from recent events, I'm gonna have to go with Clemson. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, just the way they Clemson, just the way they they took Miami to the woodshed. Yeah, and, and Clemson has a great defensive line, mm-hmm. um, and it will put Alabama's running game to the test. You know, um, so it, if Alabama can get past that, I think. I think they have a chance, um, but if Clemson does, you know, just as good a job uh, as they have been in that regards, and can keep Alabama hold them back, they have an excellent chance of winning, uh, winning their Sugar Bowl game. Okay, what about uh, Oklahoma and Georgia? I almost think it's a push. Uh, okay, go either way, but um, I'm gonna be a homer and say Georgia from. The quarterback, he's a true freshman, but Jake, Jake Fromm, sorry. Uh, he's a true freshman, uh, but he's been very efficient. Uh, for instance, mm-hmm. in the, the last game from Saturday, I think in the first half he was something like 10 for 12 on mm-hmm. passing. And uh, when they ask him to, he can really step up. His improvement yeah. between the last Auburn game and this one uh, was was truly remarkable, yeah, and I and I think that will be key. Um, not only in not only in how well he steps up, how, how well he steps up against Auburn, but he's got to step up even more from there. Mm-hmm. Uh, playoff game, and then as far as the running game goes, uh, Sony Michelle was injured, and he probably mm-hmm. won't return for the rest of the season. But they've got a lot of other weapons that they mm-hmm. can rely yeah. on. Not the least yeah, of which being Nick Chubb, who has mm-hmm. moved into the second place for all-time yards rushed after the mm-hmm. incomparable Herschel Walker. 
Herschel Walker, 19, what, 80? Yes. Um, yeah, and, and, you know, I've seen a lot of uh, comparison between, you know, um, Oklahoma's um, defensive line meeting Georgia's offensive line and then vice versa. So, you know, both these games, they're going to be a treat to watch. Um, I, I'm, the, I'm the kind of person that I have my preference for a game. So, for example, Oklahoma and Georgia, obviously I want the Georgia Bulldogs to win. Um, but if it's a game that keeps me on the edge of my seat the whole time, I'll, I will be satisfied, you know, and I think we'll get that. Um, I think you're right about Jake Fromm. Uh, he ste- he steps up when uh, the nitty-gritty happens, you know, and uh, I'm excited to see how much more so he will step up from the SEC championship game uh, to a playoff game for the national championship. Um, and, then, so and, then, and then a lot of uh, Georgia's uh, success against Auburn this past time has come from turnovers, uh, fumbles. So I think if, if yeah. Georgia can continue that, they're going to have a lot of success against Oklahoma. Well, and I don't think I don't think Georgia had any turnovers in the Auburn or in the championship game, did they? Georgia turning over? Did they? Yeah. I don't think so. No. Yeah. Um, so it'll be both games will be a treat. Um, so obviously, my preference will be a Alabama versus Georgia championship game keep it in the family you know um that'll be fun to watch um so um i think that'll do us for tonight uh or today or this morning i did it again uh, <laughs> that's gonna be like a phrase i'm gonna get a yeah i guess so uh i gotta get a sticky note and put it on my computer in front of me um but for uh for all your musings uh on Social media, where can people find you? I'm on Twitter at, at Asclepius89. And I am on the Twitter as well. Uh, at And on uh, Instagram, same username, at the Matt Network. Uh, follow me there. I post some good stuff occasionally. Sometimes it's even funny. Uh, in my mind it is, at least anyways. Um, so, uh, tweet at us. Uh, your thoughts, suggestions for um, episode subjects, uh, whatever you want to hear us talk about, um, uh, tweet at us, give us your suggestions, your thoughts. Uh, again, this podcast can be found on both SoundCloud and on iTunes. Uh, so if you go on iTunes, leave us a review. Um, be, uh, give, give us some stars, uh, type out your thoughts. Um, that's the best way for us to know how you feel about us alongside Twitter, and it's also a good way for us to grow as a podcast. So uh, please go on iTunes and leave us your thoughts. So having said that, for Ben Wheeler, I am Matt Wheeler. You've been listening to Up to Bat with Ben and Matt, and we'll see y'all next time.